Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. Greetings to our nearly 9 million... Oh, I'm sorry. That's nine militant listeners that we have out there. Look out, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you. Yeah. We've got nine angry fucks with us. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> Off to a rip-roaring start, yeah. guys. Hey, New Year, same us. Did uh, I miss that reference? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Doug. I'm going to need you to catch y- me up. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought we had uh, nine million listeners, but it's actually nine militant listeners. Oh. Well, we have as many as you want us to have, Doug. Yes. I'm nodding my head as I'm talk- That's telling right. you this. That's right. That's very good, Doug. We got nine million of you fucks out there, so <laughs> happy new year. Well, happy 2022. There's no way this year could be any shittier than the last two. No, the, all the shit, we're out of shit. Uh, it's going to be a totally smooth sailing year. Nothing weird's going to happen. Says you. Everyone's <laughs> going to get along. Um... But first, before we get too far into it, happy Insurrection Eve, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Our little Insurrection's turning one years old tomorrow. <laughs> they just grow up right in front of your eyes. Yes. And our our faithful ex-president canceled his speech. What? I was hoping to see his speech tomorrow. I didn't even know he was having a speech. Oh, yeah. He was going to do a speech on the day that the shit happened. That was <laughs> brilliant move on his part, but nah, it's not going to happen now. Press got a hold of it and... They ran with it. Shut it down. Yeah. I'd say that's probably a good move. Not to have a speech on that day. Well, you know, not a celebration of an insurrection of the (laughs) country that you used to be the president of. Look at what we accomplished that day. They're still talking about it. I mean, I'm not talking about it, but a lot of people have a lot of words. Some are saying good things. (laughs) Fucking dumbass. Very big words. Very big words. (laughs) (laughs) who knows and he's so fucking bombastic be like who knows maybe we'll do it again i don't know it's not what i ever would want to do but i i've heard that people want to do it again uh yeah it's called feds (laughs) feds want you to do it again um you know because they were so good the first time but they're on it yeah many think you know without which it wouldn't have happened in the first place oh no it definitely would not have yeah Uh, i think that is clear I have looked through the evidence, and I think at this point, if if you don't know that feds were running that show, then uh, you haven't been paying attention. And speaking of the insurrection and talking about it, uh, yours truly was a special guest on another podcast last night that just came out today, um, back with friend of the show, Justin Campbell, and his Fact Check This podcast. It was me and Justin and uh, two two lady friends. One, Miss Rothbardian and Meredith. And we were supposed to talk about uh, January 6th, which we didn't do hardly at all. We talked about sports. We talked about awkward uh, sexual stories. Hopefully some fat chicks. Um, the topic came up and then we got into like, is it weird to ask awkward questions when you're mid stride? And uh, it was a resounding yes. Resounding yes. Want to keep the communication and conversation down to a minimum in the bedroom. Um, So anyway, if you want to hear more of that from me, 
Go check out uh, Fact Check This. The, the, the words that you don't want to hear during sex. Are you in yet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that all you got, big guy? Yeah. 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 I guess the awkward question none of us should ask, am I the biggest you've ever had <laughs> while you're in mid-stride? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Or uh, so, how was that for you? <laughs> I don't know, man. You don't. Was want... it good for you? Like the only rating I want is on this stupid, silly little show, uh, and nowhere else in my life. I don't want to be. I don't want to be informed at where I'm falling short. So keep that shit to you. We'll just live in a land of make believe and everything else. Uh, I'm awesome. You're awesome. Everyone's awesome. Fuck yeah! It's 2022. I told you, everything's gonna be awesome this year. Yeah, I can I can feel it <laughs> because you feel it. Twenty twenty one, you know, ended so gracefully for all of us. Yeah, that bitch Betty White fucking died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there at the very end. And you know what? Everybody's you know all sad and whatever, and talking about how cool she was. A lot of really fucked up things happened while Betty White was alive. And I'm just here to say that with her gone, thank God. It's just, it's smooth sailing. You think they're gone with her? Betty White was the root cause of everything bad. <laughs> she did the insurrection. <laughs> the Holocaust. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> she was around when the Holocaust was happening. I think Come we on, need man. to look into this Betty White. Um, I don't know. She's been gone almost a week or maybe more. Yeah, rest in peace. I like the yeah. old broad. She was funny. <laughs> yeah. Nah, she was pretty cool. But, uh, you know, that's what old people do. They fucking die. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't that shocked. Not that this is something that people would probably normally rank, but uh, I would probably say that she was the hottest golden girl. God damn it. Even over you Blanche. Go there. Even over Blanche. You don't like Maud? <laughs> <laughs> Be Arthur naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Outstanding. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I looked up golden girls. I got a very different video. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was golden shower was it was it, 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 R- was it r kelly it, documentary well the, his music was playing in the background <laughs> um and i didn't see betty white anywhere so who knows maybe she wasn't into everything bad but um yeah so off to a rip roaring start fellas I, I think i got a little proof that i need to stay the fuck away from arizona by the way well, yeah, we could have told you that. Yeah, we yeah. told you it was shit. In fact, we did tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we told you many, multiple times. <laughs> like, multiple times. <laughs> right when I get there, it's like, you know, the day that I get there, I, I start having a cough. Well, first and, of all, why'd you go out there? Well, I, I thought it would be a good opportunity to see the fam. You know, surprise the sis. Uh, my dad actually originally was like, hey, you know, it, would this be a good Christmas present just to bring you out? And said, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. And so I do get out there. Um, and well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Was, was this a traditional this story, Jewish Christmas? <laughs> this story is crash landing uh, before it even gets Hanukkah. off the tarmac. Let me add a few bonus points to this, shall I? Sure. So you come up and you spend the night with me the night before you leave. And I'm giving you a ride to the airport. And I don't know, somewhere about the time we hit the downtown connector, you're like, well, time to get ready for the flight. And uh, (laughs) you make a little concoction. Yeah. You go through the airport, which I would never want to do. I I fucking hate being fucked up at uh, at the airport. It's like, nope, sober as shit. I want to get to my, 
get where I'm going. I don't want to forget anything or have the, where did I, hold on, man. I, I knew I had this on me somewhere. No, fuck that. Last place I want to be fucked ticket. up. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> get out of here, man. I don't have a ticket. What are you talking about? Do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> why, why, are you, why are you chasing me, bro? So, so anyway. <laughs> However, this is just one of the key factors that makes you and I different. I just, if the plane happens to start its descent early, at which point we would crash, I'd like to be stoned for that experience. Cool. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, sounds reasonable to I, me. Yeah. The only problem though is for me anyway, if I'm stoned on an airplane, I'm thinking it's crashing the whole time. Right. Yeah. That, that is another possibility. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's like, do you want a two and a half or three hour long crash? Uh, or do you want like the two minutes it's an actual yeah. crash? I, I go for the latter. So anyway, <laughs> you, you, uh, you make a drink. And you go through the airport or whatever. And then I get back home. I think even, I didn't even get back home yet. I'm on my way back home and I get a text. I'm far too high to get on this plane. At <laughs> 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 which point I lost my shit. I immediately called Doug. I was like, Doug, our, our boy's going to have a rough, <laughs> a rough flight. A rough flight. And that's where I leave the story off. And now... Take it away, sir. How was how was it going through TSA and all that shit, thinking that uh, they can hear your thoughts? Oh, it was totally fine. I, I honestly, I'm not one of those people that has a problem with, uh, you know, anxiety while I'm stoned. Even if you're near drug dogs, are you not like, oh, dude? I did not happen to, to see a drug dog, so... Wow. Yeah. You were hallucinating the absence of drug dogs because they're there. They're fucking there. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you might not know it, but they're it, fucking there. In fact, okay, so... Yeah, the stuff that I took with me, it's a it's a it's a bottle of droppers. It, it, it put drops in your water or whatever. It looks like jizz in water basically. It does. It looked like you were gargling the jism in uh in rush hour traffic sitting next to me and I hope that a lot of people saw that. And I I'm one of those people that uh does not like to break rules at all. I I get really anxious about that. So while I'm putting all my stuff in there for the x-ray machine, I thought if I get caught with, even though it's a legal substance, I don't want to have to explain this. And so I start walking. Especially while you're high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I start to. Like, Sir, you clearly have more than just this. <laughs> Spread your butt cheeks. <laughs> don't worry. With the sack. This hurts me just as much as it hopefully hurts you. Right. We'll be gentle. <laughs> no, so I start to remove the uh, bottle of... Uh, uh, it's like tincture. Yeah, THC shit, whatever. And so I'm about to throw it in the trash, and a TSA employee stops me, and she's like, what are you doing with that? Yeah, can, like, I, can I hold it? This I, I gotta get something to get me through this shift. These people are <laughs> fucking animals. <laughs> I was like, I was going to throw it away, and I knew it wasn't too big to go on the plane, but I was trying to think of a good reason that I would be throwing it away. I thought it was too big for to take on the plane. She's like, you better put that shit back in your bag. Oh, and so the TSA made you fly with drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Pretty much. 
<laughs> I was forced to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, the lady over there, sir, the lady where? <laughs> what oh, lady, no. sir? I, I see no lady. the judicial system. I was talking to the TSA. <laughs> they told me to not only not throw it away, but that I should bring it in here. <laughs> sir how high are you <laughs> <laughs> so, so the flight itself was smashing but uh <laughs> getting to arizona everything was fine um it was the next day this stuff started getting a little you know fuzzy as it and i don't even know why i use that word but okay we'll go before with that um either way i started to have a little bit of a cough the next day and we didn't think much of it. I thought, you know, every time I come back to, to Arizona, whether it be from Portland or from Georgia, it fucks with my throat because the air is so dry and just all sorts of shit. There, the smog out there is almost as bad as L.A. So I just thought this was normal. I went out and got a humidifier. Well, the next day I wake up and the cough's worse. And my dad's pretty much like, okay, we've got to go over to see family in a day or two. So we're going to get you a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. what I've always wanted for Christmas. <laughs> my very own COVID test. Yeah. Do I get to keep it? Can I play with it, dad? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Arona from Arizona tested positive for the vid. For the Corona. Come on. Yeah. God damn it. You almost nailed it. You almost stuck it home. I know. I <laughs> So you had a COVID Christmas. I did. And I had to stay uh, locked in quarantine for 10 days. Now, I know they lessened it to the five thing, but most people aren't paying attention to the fact that it says if you don't have symptoms, it's a five day quarantine. Yeah, actually, I have that right here. One Sir Fauci will tell you all about it. The purpose of it was is that given the wave, the extraordinary unprecedented wave of infections that we are experiencing now and will certainly experience more of in the next few weeks, that there is the danger that there will be so many people who are being isolated, who are asymptomatic for the full 10 days that you could have a major negative impact on our ability to keep society running. You don't say they're Fouch. Hmm. Well, anyway, they, straight from the <laughs> doctor's mouth. Yeah. So you had to stick it out for a full 10 days, which elongated your trip uh, like a full week. Yeah. Longer it, than you were supposed to, originally going to be out there. The, yeah, this was not good news. And so it uh, fucked everything up for me. And then my dad had to spend more money to uh, change the fucking flight. Now, I know many of you, if any liberals have hung in there to listen to our show. No, they don't. I made sure of it. (laughs) You might be thinking, well, hey, Arona from Arizona, did you not not get the vaccine? Oh, I did. I just never happened to announce it on the podcast. Yeah, we're a bunch of dirty liars. We spent a whole year, year and a half just shitting all over the vaccine. While we have a vaccinated member right here in our midst. Yeah, you do. A regular Judas. (laughs) (laughs) Giving us the shit. (laughs) Without getting into the actual story of why it occurred, let's just say that I had, I was uh, talked into getting it uh, for various reasons. Yeah, he was forced against his will, much like most of the people out there. Yeah. But so you're fully juiced and you still got the vid and you're symptomatic 
uh, and you still sound like shit. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Hey, everybody, go out there get those get those jabs. Yeah. Get them get them get them now while they're hot. They're uh, <laughs> hey, they're free. <laughs> yeah. Think about think about it this way. They cost nothing, uh, especially you know money. Well, I got future. the. I got the J and J, so I'm pretty <laughs> the sure least, the least effective yeah. one. Basically, <laughs> you just shot water in yourself. <laughs> They're probably going to say in another six months that my vaccine card doesn't mean shit because I got the J and J. Yeah, they're like, dude, we only we put like invisible or disappearing ink in that shit. Like, well, I just saw just an article vaporized. yesterday where they were talking about the Pfizer. You know how the Pfizer vaccine? They kept saying you get the third shot and your antibodies go through the roof and all this kind of yeah. shit. Now you get the fourth shot of the Ooh. Pfizer vaccine. Ooh. They're talking about a fourth fucking shot, man. So they're releasing these things like iPhones. Yeah, man. they're trying to they're trying to make it an ongoing thing. You know, they're trying to. Oh, what? What is it? What was it? Sixty bucks a pop? That's you yeah. Know, that's a lot of fucking money, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's you, a lot of money that's you, free. You, you multiply, yeah, you multiply three hundred and thirty million times four now. Mm. You know. And, I wonder and, if they're going to stop at four, Doug. And then you multiply I'm that sure. times 60, and that's how much the U.S. taxpayer is paying for this shit. I mean, once the United States government forces us to do something, they're never going to force us to do it over again. No, especially if it's good for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're just going to naturally want to do it. But, um, yeah, speaking of which, I think I have my polio booster scheduled for... Oh, yeah, that's right. They don't have those. No. Because it's a fucking vaccine. Right. But anyway, again, new year, new year, guys, um, all positive vibes here, man. <laughs> um, so obviously you didn't die. How was your COVID experience? Cause mine, mine kind of sucked. Not going to lie. Yeah. But no. I had the, I had the variant before you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had the Omicron shit because it was the most benign, just middle of the road experience I've ever had. It was not bad at all. The worst part of it was, I mean, the cough and the congestion. And it was, other than that, it was a head cold with really weird body aches. Mm. They were like sharp pains that would just come and go at will. Yeah. It was really weird. They call that the, the, the Chinese poker. <laughs> I don't know. Chinese something. Yeah. Yeah. It's Whatever old, it is, it's from China. Is it all it's Chinese a, it's, secret? Yeah, it's a Chinese secret. <laughs> yeah, it's the, and there you go. So, so like when you're out there, I mean, were were people like, oh, we can't go around Ryan. He's he's got the coup. Or were you just like living? Were you going places and doing? No, things? I literally stayed in the single same room the entire time. I only left to go to the bathroom. Oh my lord! Yeah. Oh my god! No, dad was you stay in there, yeah, yeah and, oh, and and we'll when, be out here partying, and you yeah. you stay in there. And whenever he came to the door, he had his mask on, and I had to have my mask on as well. Did he bring you your yarmulke? Uh, no, he did not bring uh, me my yarmulke. Damn. damn. Well, they both had yarmulkes. It was just over their mouths. I know, but yeah, he yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, the only member of our family that was Jewish is now deed. Oh well, yes. see that's what ha that's deed. what happens. Yes. Um, no, the only member of your family that you knew was you. That's the. There's a lot. There's hiding. a little bit, a little bit of hiding in there. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I meant and, the practicing portion of it, not yeah. the. Uh, you know. Now, did your sister? How was your sister with all this? Um, she was uh, fine, except for the fact they now had to uh, quarantine because they were now in contact with someone 
that they knew had COVID. God, you're out there just fucking pissing murdering everybody people. off, bro. Pissing everybody off. Dude, you know? we got like a mass murderer in you the room. Fucker. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Just waltzing through the airport, coughing on people. Came out here and ruined my fucking holiday. Yeah, thanks, so, bro. So that was your first time back in Arizona since you've moved away. Yes. Did you fall right back in love with it? Like, no. Are, are you are you looking at land and? Did you fall? <laughs> <laughs> I never fell in Arizona. You never fell out there. It's, okay. a, it's a Georgia That's symptom. That's a Georgia thing. It's a okay. very flat area. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very flat part of the world. Right. Uh, Dry Central flat. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, if you fell out there, you'd probably just get a mouthful of sand. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Did you get sand in your crack? Yeah. Did you <laughs> no, have sand to crack? <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, good to have you back. Sorry that... Uh, your family didn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> That's a long way to go just to do that. You to be quarantined in one room yeah. the whole fucking it's like, time. I got my own one room I can yeah. stay in back in Georgia. Yeah, this I is bullshit. I could have done this at home. Fuck, I'm going to rent a car and drive back home. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> Let me call an Uber. <laughs> hey, I'm an Uber driver, too. Yeah. You give yeah. me a break? Yeah, yeah. 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 drop you off in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be about a twelve hundred dollar Uber <laughs> <Right>. ride. <laughs> oh my lord! Well, uh, I did talk to an Uber driver. Uh, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I did talk to an Uber driver that drove a guy from Atlanta to Tampa and back, and the dude gave him thirty four hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's a the long, guy, that's the, a drug run. Yeah, the guy was only <laughs> the guy was only charging him eight hundred dollars each way. Mm-hmm. And the guy gave him thirty four hundred bucks when they got back to Atlanta, and a fucking kilo, probably, yeah, probably a key yeah. for your first <laughs> trouble, yeah, first for trouble your, for mean, your troubles, yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> well, fuck. Hey, Arona, maybe you should be a drug runner <laughs> yes. for Uber, <laughs> for Uber. <laughs> yeah. an Uber drug runner. <laughs> God damn, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Good let's Lord. mention my name, then drug runner and Uber all at the same time in the same sentence. Yeah, That's going to work wonders for my career. Yeah, don't worry, the feds are busy. Uh, they're planning an event tomorrow. They're not they're looking not even for you. <laughs> they're looking for guys that are carrying guns. They, they've got a full. Fucking list of events. They they got to make sure that the tables are there and that the balloons are blown up. You know they, they've got the right people at the gates to let people through so they can break back into the capital. Exactly, exactly. Um, and they got to put in their uh, easily breakable sugar glass. You know, big day, big day for those guys. So I wouldn't worry about it. Drug runner, drug runner, drug runner. Uber, Uber, Uber. There it is. Yeah, they've got about uh, five suspicious vehicles to plant around D.C. tomorrow. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if our homeboy that uh, you know was from North Carolina that was come on, Joe. Oh just yeah, come with, out and speak to me, Joe. With all the change in his car. Yeah, he's going to be a keynote speaker. I heard. What do you have? Like two thousand dollars worth of pennies in his car. I've been saving like up my nickels and dimes. <laughs> My family's made big sacrifices for me to make this trip. <laughs> yeah, speaking of not hearing about shit right after it happens because they want to cover it up, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial went swimmingly. Oh, yeah, fuck, I almost forgot about that Oh, shit. yeah, they got her. Guilty on five of six charges, and then they immediately resealed all the documents. Yeah, yeah. of cool. course they are. Notice we don't know anything more about that fucking th- whole thing. We we won't know anything more. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's, bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's it's and and I remember uh, the day I guess I think it was the day after they found her guilty. There was a big write up about why is Clinton not in jail? 
you know oh, I and, wonder and why. yeah i wonder <laughs> duh <laughs> why isn't he in jail you don't put the people that are running the show yeah behind bars. you don't yeah you don't do that you put it's all for the little the little minions yeah, yeah the yeah, ones yeah. that go it's just another one of those things that's supposed to be swiftly forgotten just like the the pipe bomb distributor of uh january 6th last year yeah and uh that little thing that happened out in vegas a, a, a little while back what that, happened in vegas well don't i have a story for you doug <laughs> yeah, this is gonna blow your fucking mind <laughs> <laughs> what happens in vegas stays in vegas you know exactly yeah baby nobody cares it happened at a country show yeah yeah well, I saw, I went down a rabbit hole I, and I don't even know, like, so I have ungodly amounts of tabs open on my phone. Like, I just don't ever close them. It's probably eventually going to make my phone blow up. Um, see, now I got feds, uh, drug runner, Uber, and blow up. All, oh, this is, we're hitting all the buttons. I got a you, few more to check off. You got them all going. Yeah. But um, I was just scrolling through because, you know, holidays, not working, kind of bored. I just, there was probably some shitty bowl game on that I didn't give a fuck about, like Toledo playing Kansas. I don't know, whatever. And so I'm just thumbing through my phone and I'm like, let me take a little jaunt back through my tabs and see what the fuck I've looked up over the last year. Oh, that's a dangerous activity. It, yeah, no, it was shocking because you would think that you would look it up and you'd be like, oh, I remember thinking this. I don't remember opening this. I don't know. If somebody sent it to me and I just opened it and immediately closed it, it was like, oh, come back to it. Totally, maybe, probably. Totally forgot about it, though. And uh, <laughs> it's this whole breakdown of some people on 4chan predicting the Vegas shooting. And there's like timestamps and shit. And it was like warning people that some shit was going to go down, like in, I think, Henderson, Nevada or whatever, which turned out to be where. Stephen, uh, uh, God damn it, Paddock, yeah, where Stephen Paddock lived. And they were like, don't go out, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know if y'all remember, but in the Vegas shooting, it was reported by numerous people that like an hour before the shit went down, there was this crazy lady running through the crowd saying, you're all going to die. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. And yeah. so then they start pulling up all these uh, timestamp posts where they were saying that it was going to be a, a right wing event that got hit and all this other shit so anyway i'm just bringing that up because uh i totally forgot it was there and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah notice they never mention that shooting anymore but they can't stop themselves from bringing up the pulse nightclub shooting yeah which was also quite sketchy that uh, they knew about. Same thing with the Parkland school shooter. You know, dude got fucking yeah. knocked, you know, got his door knocked on 20 plus times by the cops. The feds knew about him and all this shit. And they're, I don't know, some things they keep talking about, some others you're just supposed to forget about. Well, it's Same just, thing with Ghislaine. That, it's just so much shit happens that they, that it, you know, it bleeds one into the next, into the next, into the next, until you just forget about it all. Yeah. You know, it's because your, your your mind, you can only take so fucking much of just crazy shit that happens every fucking day, yeah. every day. And you don't know how much of it is real, is a real event, how much of it is a planned event. 
how much of it is a staged event you know yeah. you don't nobody knows nobody knows any of that all they know is that it's happening and it keeps happening day after day after day after day after day and the, and, and the and further away we get from it the less the, you remember details uh, like the details right. and like nobody's asking questions about yep. it anymore and so i say all that to say where the fuck was betty white uh <laughs> at the time of the vegas shooting but she's dead so now answers die with her right i'm telling you that bitch was up to something <laughs> she, she might have been there so um well here's what i i can probably safely say i don't think uh something like vegas is going to happen again uh you know especially now that betty white's dead but now I just want to see, uh, you know, a superimposed version of uh, what was the Tony Montana movie? Uh, Scarface. Yes, Scarface. The Scarface ending with Betty White's Somebody face superimposed. Betty White man, on you that guys shit. are fucking harshing on Betty. <laughs> Good lord, man! That's because I had a week long of just like I love everybody. That woman. I know. <laughs> I loved her. You and everybody uh, else, and I'm man. like, look, she's cool, but fuck what. <laughs> What made her cool? The fact that she was old? Yes. Like, that's she, what made her cool. It's like, hey, she you're fucking, old. She survived a lot of shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, There's a lot of old people. I know, but anybody that makes it to 100, hey, my hat's off to you. You know? This is, this is that's a, a lot of shit to dodge to make it to 100 years old. I'll be honest. I will safely say that we are a pro Betty White podcast. Right. I'm just having okay. a little fun because everybody was so ridiculously over the top. I know. I'm I know. so sad. OMG. What the fuck world? And like, she was 99 people. That's what old people do. What's so wild is a lot of the people, especially the younger people, they don't even know who the fuck she was. Mm -mm. They really don't. I mean, she's a meme. They they never. Yeah. Yeah. She was in some of my favorite memes. Yeah. They don't. They don't know the Mary Tyler Moore shit. I mean, fuck. They, they probably watched one episode of it. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't. I mean, where's the, where's the Kardashians? Uh, <laughs> is this sex in the city oh speaking of the kardashians yeah what you got what do i have i heard something oh no <laughs> <laughs> no no uh i guess it, it, i guess you know kanye tried to buy the house across the street from kim kardashian i heard about this okay now he's tearing the house down fuck yeah and rebuilding another house so he can be close to the kids is what they're saying uh-huh but uh yeah, that's uh, that's that's your Kardashian news flash for the week, kids. Bow, bow, bow. I think it would just be fucking hilarious if you built a house just that was full mirrored on the outside, um, so it was just blinding the fuck out of the Kardashians the whole time. I think Pete Davidson should build a house right beside his. <laughs> Dude, that guy must have the biggest fucking dick. He must have a huge cock because he's running his way through the hottest ass in Hollywood. It. With, like, inexplicably, I don't, it, this was never supposed to happen. Like, when Billy Bob Katie Thornton. Katy Perry. <laughs> I know, it's, I know. It's, it, it sucks, because every girl that he he runs his dick across, I'm just like, I I, I don't like you anymore. Right. Like, I judge people based on who they fuck. Um, I don't know if that's a weakness. Maybe that says more about me. But, <laughs> it's jealousy. I'll just come out and say it. I think the guy's a fucking hack. He, uh, oh, I don't think he's funny at all. I don't. I don't understand the craze. No, he has him. one speed. Yeah, like, hey, I'm just gonna say something and then stare at you. That's how you know I'm. It, I'm making it funny. Now you laugh, and then I'm gonna say something else. Not like him. I don't like him. I. I, I mean, I. You know, I think he's a. Uh, I think he's quirky. You know, he's just got that quirky thing about him that. That makes him fucking funny, you know. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, he he kind of reminds me 
a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit of Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald has had had that way about him to where he could be talking about anything and and people would just laugh at the way that he's talking about it. Yeah. Not not necessarily he's saying something funny, it's just the way that he's presenting it, you know? For sure. And and, and Pete Davidson has a little bit of that in him. Well, I'll safely thing. say that Pete Davidson is the worst thing that came out of 911. <laughs> I and I stand by that. This is a this is a, this is not a pro Pete Davidson show. Betty White up, Pete Save it, Pete Davidson down. Yeah. Agreed. A, in fact, if one of the two had to die a couple weeks ago, I would have probably rather it been Pete Davidson. Yeah. Kept Betty I'm White have to around. second that. Hit yeah. hit 100. Sorry, Pete. I mean, I, I wanted to see the 100-year-old bash that was supposed to happen on the 17th of this month. It'll still happen. <laughs> they just moved it up to tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of whites there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. A lot of whites. <laughs> but um, A lot of bitties, a lot of whites. Speaking of things that uh, you just know are bullshit, but yet funny to talk about or funny to watch, uh, we did, in fact, have uh, New Year's Eve. I've seen it. I was there. Um I almost saw it. My 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 TV told me so, and it, which is it, like clockwork. And I don't know why this exists on CNN. They're the most like shit thing to watch throughout the year. But for about three to four hours a year, only on New Year's Eve, it's worth like just let me check in on what these fucks are. They're always getting fucking blasted, just hammered. Yeah. And I don't see that happening anywhere else. And it's always gay guys. A ton of gay guys and trans people getting just ripped out of their fucking mind. Yeah, it's kind of like going down to Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Key West, but yeah. <laughs> so every year somebody ends up saying something dumb or making an ass out of themselves. And uh, this year is no different. However, I thought it was kind of entertaining. Um what the fuck is his name? You had uh, Anderson Cooper, who looks like a bitch every time he takes a shot. I don't even know why he does it. He's just like, Ugh. yeah, he gets that pucker to his face. Yeah. He's like, hey, can you add a little? Hey, Arona, do you got that jism droppers? Like, let me put that in there. I'll probably like it a lot more. Uh, but you had him and Andy Cohen. It looks a lot more like what I usually swallow. Oh, that was the, <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> and, and Andy Cohen, he took Kathy Griffin's place. Yeah, because Kathy because Griffin is like fucking wrecked. Yeah. Um, turns out holding up that severed head wasn't such a good career move there, yeah. uh, was it, Red? <laughs> yeah. But Andy Cohen is up there just going the fuck off. And you've probably seen this clip. It's not breaking news. I just thought it was funny. I'm going to play it on the show. See what you fuckers have to say. It's 2022. Don't you feel cleansed? <laughs> Cheers. I Let's hope do this, this is a, a, a great little mini shot. Advance. Mm. Let me tell you something. Oh, please. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. Oh, don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a rant. victory lap dance. <laughs> After four years of the, the crappiest year as the mayor of New York, <laughs> the That's only thing the that Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. <laughs> Wow. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Cause guess what? 
Guess I have what? a feeling of I'm going to be standing Speaking right here words. next year. <laughs> and you know who I'm not going to be looking at? Dancing as the city comes aboard you. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the news man. for you yeah. that's your news media that's the news i am a gay man and i've had it yeah, up to that, here yeah, that is your number one news network america <laughs> uh, shit so uh apparently some people are pretty excited to see de blasio go thinking that new york is all of a sudden going to be a different place but what's funny isn't the new person even more psycho than de blasio well so the you're thinking of the governor. Ah. The new governor is more psycho than Cuomo. Uh, by the way, also, uh, news update, they dropped all the charges against Cuomo. He's of not course they are. Yeah. But back to the mayor. The new mayor is like a former New York cop, black dude, um, and he's ready to fucking like, drop the hammer. Like I'm going to say this now. Preemptive as fuck. Probably won't even come back to fact check myself. Dude's going to bring back like... Stop and frisk style fucking policing. To Giuliani. City. Yeah. He's going Giuliani style. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to utilize the power of the state to get the city back on track. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> this ought to be good. All right. This is what y'all wanted. Um, and he's a he's a black dude and a Democrat. So, well, you made your bed. Now you're going to get beat in it. Yes. <laughs> so good for you, Andy Cohen, for letting your freak flag fly. Oh, but staying on CNN for a minute, they're, they're still having a little bit of trouble. Uh, last episode that we were on, we are talking about how, like, uh, there's, like, people stepping down, like... Uh, Cuomo was Cuomo gone. had yep. to be released because he helped his brother out, even though now his charges got dropped, so maybe he'll come back. I don't know. But did you know that there's, like, a fucking litany of sexual assault allegations running through that fucking place right now? I'm sure there is. Yeah. You they're got, probably all of them. You got... Well, there's like three prominent ones. Don Lemon yeah. has got his little issue where if you don't know the story, apparently he was at a bar and he went up to the bartender and uh, he gracefully put his hands down his own pants and just went up and down his old, uh, you know, went from the ground floor to the top floor of his tower. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. And then pulled his hand out and then st- Stuck his fingers underneath the nose of the bartender hmm. to the point where he made contact with him and pushed him backwards. And he was like, do you like pussy or do you like dick? <laughs> <laughs> what? That was my 1999 handshake. <laughs> this was only a couple years ago, by the way, like, uh, like a year and a half ago. And so he's got a little bit of uh, a case on his hands. Now, I looked into it. It looks like these guys actually knew each other and they might have even fooled around in the past or whatever. And it, it could just be some fraudulent shit but still that doesn't change the fact that don lemon's out there stroking his dong fucking throwing fists <laughs> right into dude's prominent faces. newscaster that he is <laughs> yeah uh, that guy can <laughs> suck a dick <laughs> i'm sure he would love to. He, I, yeah dude i've just i've never liked that guy no. i've never liked that guy no. now and it's got nothing to do with him being gay it's got nothing to do anderson cooper's gay i liked anderson cooper till he started anderson cooper 360 you know, I mean, he was until he actually became an anchor. Um, I, I actually liked it watching him. You know, yeah. But I, I mean, still like progressively, him a lot more than Don Lemon. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> well, a, that's a given. But I mean, progressively, Anderson Cooper uh, started buying into the whole bullshit. You know that that comes along with it. Well, but, now, 
Don Lemon uh, may not have come about his gayness by birth. He's a diva. No, he. I, I think I've said it on this podcast before. It's quite controversial, but it's a choice. Yeah. So that's what you're saying. Yeah. Like for some of, people, yes. that's what I believe. Out of the majority of the gay people that I personally know in my life, they weren't gay. And then at some point, poof, gay. And in every single case, the one thing that is prominent with each of them is a whole boatload of trauma at a young age. Right. It's so, usually of a sexual nature. Well, not always. At least with my friends, it's about 50 50. Um, but in Don Lemon's case, I pulled something up here. He shares a similar tale. Let me tell you what got my attention about this, and I've never admitted this on television. Okay. I am a victim of a pedophile when I was a kid, someone who was much older than me. Okay. And those are the things that they do. The language, this doesn't make you gay if you do this. So when someone starts to say that, you start to perk up and go, oh, I have never admitted that on television. I didn't tell my mom that until I was 30 years old. The things that these young men are talking about, men don't want to, especially African-American men, don't want to talk about those things and don't want to admit them. I don't know. Just... I'm not making a case. I'm just playing Don Lemon. It reminds me of the Daniel Tosh thing where he's like, penis is like broccoli. If you're forced to eat as a kid, you're probably not going to like it as an adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know. So Don Lemon has a little bit of trouble uh, going on. Cuomo, he's got his situation. And then most recently, and if anybody follows Project Veritas, you've probably seen this going on, where the producer for Jake Tapper is one of, is probably the, the worst one of the bunch. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the catching a lot of heat right now. Because yeah. uh, he delves into the children's, and not just the children's, like the daughter of his girlfriend or fiance, like grooming and shit. So I got oh. a little clip here. Uh, it's not going to be too graphic. Don't worry. Um, not nearly as graphic as what Don Lemon did to that bartender. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check this shit out. CNN senior producer Rick Salibi has resigned, the network confirmed, after Project Veritas alleged that he had solicited sexual photos of his fiancé's 15-year-old daughter. Police in Virginia's Fairfax County confirmed that Salibi is under investigation by the Child Exploitation Unit. The departure of Salibi, who worked for The Lead, follows the firing of CNN producer John Griffin, who's been charged with pursuing unlawful sexual activity with minors. No indication that either case involves their work at CNN. I like that they know they, that. that no, yeah, it doesn't involve their work at CNN. Of course not. Uh, that, they well, were impartial journalists when they were preparing exactly. kids for Yeah, diddling. they weren't pedophiles. Yeah. So it's just, like, you see shit like that, and it's like, God damn it, these Q motherfuckers were right. Everybody's a pedophile. I don't want to give those Q tards a bone. Well, it's, it's, it's all about the money and power, dude. Power is a... Power is a strange thing, especially when you're, if like if a kid, say a kid gets fucking molested by a pedophile and that kid grows up to have a multi-million dollar job mm-hmm. where they're getting paid millions of dollars every year, then that, that person carrying that baggage of what happened to them when they were young is gonna fucking throw that on to someone else. Yeah. Because now they have the power to do it. And and it's it's like a, a I don't know, man. The, 
everybody from senators, Congress, news people, billionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when you can when you can have anything you want anytime you want it, that is a fucking dangerous thing. It's the most powerful drug. Extremely dangerous thing. Yeah. And when you look at the way the Middle East is going back millennia, fucking, yeah, millennia. They that that's what they preferred, young boys. It's mm-hmm. so what all the elite Saudis, all the elite um, oil people, they all want little boys. Yeah, that's what they want. And when you have people in this country, they're no different. They're no fucking different. They're they're just in a different country. Yeah, and you know, of course, there's laws here against that. But hey. You know, we got, you got your Bill Clinton, you got your Jeffrey Epstein, you got a, all these people that are... If you're important enough, yeah, the laws it, are the suggestions. The laws don't matter. Yeah, they're just suggestions. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not, it's not a... And that's, that's just where we live, man. And it's a yeah, sad... I've accepted it's, it. It's sad. I know. When and, it when it rises to the surface where they're getting nabbed, I like to laugh. Right. Right, but it and it, but it shouldn't be accepted. That's the thing. I don't think it is. Every, I mean, if, we're forced to. We're forced to accept it. You know, we are. Yeah, uh, because like, what, are, what are you going to do? About yeah, it? what are we going to do about it? That's exactly it. Well, if we go down this road, there's probably some feds that would tell us exactly <laughs> what we could do about it. They're like, hey, I got an idea. Yeah, I got. I an idea. think you're going to love it. It's going to ruin your life. <laughs> you're going to love. This. You're going to love everything up until that point. But I mean, it's it's just it's one of those things, man. That this is. You're you're going against thousands of years of history. Yeah. Um, when you talk about pedophilia and all all that all the shit that goes along with it, it's and to me, I just can't even. Not only pedophilia, but just gay. You know, I can't look like I couldn't look at you and say, "Oh, I'd love to get in that ass." You know, I, mean, I, I, don't, I, I just can't. I'm glad I we can't, finally cleared that up. I just been, can't even. It's been bothering me for what, 16 years. You know years. what I'm saying? I can't imagine. I can't even imagine no. looking at a man and no. thinking, yeah. you know, much less a child. I want to lick his balls or whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm like, what the? It I really want to. I'm, I'm really curious what my buddy Bob's balls, balls taste, taste like. like. Yeah. What do they taste like? <laughs> Hey, Bob, mm. are they good over and be sure to bring them tasty balls? Tasty yeah. balls. Yes. <laughs> but see, but that's what I, was, I don't even, I can't even register like no. that. You know what I mean? No. And I don't think normal people can. I, you know, I don't think people that. So that you're are, saying that gay people are not normal? No, Doug? I'm saying, uh, I'm, I'm saying. We're going to cancel Doug now. I'm saying that people who are heterosexual, uh, that, that grew up, uh, you know, boy liking girl, girl liking boy. I don't think they can even wrap their mind around. And what I really can't wrap my mind around is the priest. That's the thing that that was the hardest thing for me to accept when that whole when the ship went down in Boston. You know, mm-hmm. and and they were nailing all the priests up there, and the amount of them, the 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 number of priests that were doing this shit, the little boys yeah. was just. It, and it kept coming out every day, every day, every day. It was more and more and more. And they just kept sending them somewhere else. Yeah. Hey, they, they here's a one-way trip to St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and they would just send them to another city yeah. and, and not do anything to them. And I was like, is this real? Is this really happening? You know, I mean, it, it, it makes me even question the whole, you know, law of 
you know, the word of law and For all me, this kind of I, shit. That, I think it's a whole logic thing of I can't fuck anybody, so I guess I'm going to go after the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a pretty funny joke going around. I, I have it on my phone now. Because, um, uh, you know, like the nuns have to... Yeah, we celibate. Celibate. Yeah. Right. Same thing with the the priest or whatever. It's like, well, just let them fuck yeah. each other. Like, right. they're already in the same building. Yeah, let the priest and the nuns have at it. Yeah. But they're married to God, Jim. You don't get, they're married to God. Yeah, well, uh, that's why I don't get involved in other people's relationships. Yeah, and I don't think but, God wants some fucking children. No. I, 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 I wouldn't there, think. I mean. But there's a funny joke. It's like, how do you get a nun pregnant? Have an altar boy fart in her pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly disturbing. <laughs> that is truly one of the most disturbing jokes I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, uh, new year, new yeah, us. Yeah, boom, yeah, boom, boom. <laughs> hey, hey. But all I know, and this is the last thing I have for CNN prepared for the night, and then we'll move on to just regular uh, shooting the shit. All I know is that, like, at least the pedophile producer wouldn't have let shit like this go through. Uh, on New Year's, they had a scrolling Chiron of uh, supposed tweets, and people were just making up Twitter accounts uh, to try to tweet at CNN, and they were getting through. I don't know how many people caught this, but I got a little record of it right here. These are all fake tweets, Ben Dover. <laughs> now look at the next one. CNN's throwing out fake Twitter names. My cock's long. This is CNN. You think that they'd have someone screening this shit? Who's this one? I need a black man. What the fuck? They were pulling the old Bart Simpson calls Moe's My cock's long. Yeah. 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 So the first name was Mike, and then the last name was Oxlong. <laughs> <laughs> and they were putting, he was filming his TV. That's funny as hell. Now that shit wasn't happening when they were fucking kids over CNN. That's what, I'm just saying, it's a little quality control. Do you right. want to put up with the kid fucking, or do you want my cock slong on your TV? <laughs> it's your choice. Yeah. You. Everything's a trade-off, I guess. Yeah, it's up to you. <laughs> so, uh, be right back. Gotta go create some new Twitter handles. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, I need a black man. <laughs> so, 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 I was enjoying my New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> It sounded like you enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it was a fucking blast. That's the only time I watch CNN and uh, or pay attention or even like look things up after the fact because uh, it's the only time that it's entertaining. Um, so my New Year's Eve was quite enjoyable. Um, <laughs> no, not not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll skip mine because uh, what, what I have to say will come back to both of us. But I'm interested, Doug. How did you ring in the new year? Well, let's get to that. <laughs> it all started. <laughs> it all started. I went to work like a normal day. I go to work. I get home. Get home I, around 730. I woke up. Birds were chirping. Yeah, CNN producers were, were chirping, fucking kids. Yeah. And a very normal day. I was looking forward to a very mundane <laughs> new year. Just sitting at home watching TV. Yeah. And uh, so I get home and I go to visit a friend. <laughs> Um, we won't mention who that friend is right now, but I go to visit a friend and, and the friend is visiting from somewhere. I'm not going to say where, and they say, would you like a gummy? Sure. Being in the festive spirit that you're in. Now I thought this gummy was Delta eight because we had been talking about Delta eight prior to the gummy being pulled out. So. He pulled, He has two boxes of gummies. 
He goes, I got these and I got these. Now, the box that he had on top, of course, is the box that I picked. And I pulled a gummy out and I put it in my mouth and I ate it. No big deal. Nothing. Nothing to it. So then Immediately, I, immediately though, everyone's... Uh, everyone gets extremely quiet. And very concerned. <laughs> very, and, and, and starts looking at me very strange. Eyes are wide open. Jaws are Now, agape. when I'm handing the box back to the fellow, <laughs> I notice it says 500 milligrams on the box. And I'm thinking, 500 milligrams of what? <laughs> and so, basically... I eat the gummy bear. Oh, it's not a gummy bear. It's a little, a gummy, little square. A gummy, little gummy cube. Gummy cube, yes. I eat the gummy cube. I come back home. I'm sitting watching TV. And uh, now this is all allegedly. <laughs> this 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 may or may not have happened. It's just how I've heard it told. Y- yeah. This, this could have happened. Maybe not. Maybe it did. <laughs> so I'm sitting and I'm watching TV. And, uh, and I'm sitting on the couch. And I'm noticing I keep sliding down the couch. I keep sliding down. I'm like, what the fuck? So I sit back up. Did I lose my ass? I, I sit back up in the couch. And and I'm sitting there for about maybe another two or three minutes, and I notice I'm sliding down the couch again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Gravity must have been super heavy that night. So then I go to stand up, and I can't stand up. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, I'm thinking to myself, uh, should I be worried? And I'm like, nah, I feel good. I feel fine. I'm okay. I don't even care that my legs don't work right so, now. So my wife asked me to let the dog out. She says, can you let the dog out? I say, no. <laughs> <laughs> she says, why not? I say, because I can't stand up. <laughs> she says, should we go to the emergency room? <laughs> I say, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> so we're sitting, we're sitting there watching TV, and I swear to you, people, I'm not, I am not making this up. I've, I have been, I've been known to, you know, to dabble. partake, to to dabble with cannabis my entire life, mm-hmm. and. I got to say, I have never been this high in my entire fucking life. Now, what were you watching on TV? Never. Now, we're watching a show on TV. This is what was really nuts. <laughs> we're watching TV. And my wife, when my wife is watching TV, she likes to have the captions on. Yeah. Right? And I'm sitting and I'm watching TV and these captions keep popping up. And every time they pop up, they're doing these weird fucking things. And I'm, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, so I sit there for like a minute and I'm watching these captions. And finally, I just, I told my wife, I was, turn them off, turn them off. And she's like, what, what? I was like, I was like turn the captions off. And I said, like, they're freaking me out. Have you ever looked and, at captions on weed? Oh, my God. Dude, I've never hallucinated. Uh, from from weed, I've never I've, I've never had that experience. Are the subtitles and like speaking to you? They were, no, it's like no. you're gonna die, dude. Dog. They would come up and they would literally dance. They would <laughs> dance and then disappear. And it was freaking me the fuck bring out. Bring them back. Bring them back. And then they'd come back. Yeah. Because it's a caption, you know? It's still what people say. It's a natural and, thing and, that yeah. they do. That's and, and, and exactly what they do. And so I'm flipping out. I'm totally freaking out on this. And so I'm sitting, I'm sitting there and I am, I, I literally, I'm literally paralyzed by this point. And, um, <laughs> and my wife, and I tell my wife, my wife was like, you look uncomfortable. <laughs> and I said, 
I am uncomfortable. <laughs> and and she says, uh, what do you need me to do anything? I said, I don't think there's anything that can be done. <laughs> and and can so you speed up time. So I'm sitting there and I realize that I have to remember to breathe. Ooh, that's when it's getting good. <laughs> this is this is the first time this has happened to me in my life. Now I yeah. know other people have said that it's happened to them. This has never happened to me. I've never been so high that I would forget to breathe. Yeah, no, it's terrifying and, as fuck. And and I and I was sitting there and I and I would be like, I'd, I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, have I breathed? Have I breathed yet? Okay, breathe. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't breathe. And and and, <laughs> and, then, and, and then, I, then I'd say, breathe. Come on, man, breathe. I'd be like, oh, I can't breathe. And then all of a sudden, I'd take a regular breath. And I'd, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm all right. You know? And it was, just, it was so fucking weird. And so I'm sitting there for maybe half hour max, I guess. Yeah. And I... Uh, and here it comes. I, I, I feel it. Uh, my mouth starts watering. I feel it. I got to throw up. So I take <laughs> off running. I get up. I don't know how. Before this happened, I couldn't even stand up. Now, now when it happened, when it actually happened, I sprinted all the way to the bathroom. I sprinted all the way to the bathroom. Didn't miss a step. Made it all the way to the toilet. And sat there and was throwing my guts up. And, it, and every time I would throw up, I would lean against the wall in my bathroom. And I would be even more high than before I threw up the last time. And I didn't think I could get any high. And so I'm sitting in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sitting in the bathroom leaning against the wall. And I am so high. I mean, I am just high as hell. And the dogs, my dogs, they're freaking out because they've never seen me like this. You know, They're flipping out. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They're coming in the bathroom like looking me on the face. And stuff. Like, That's just what you want here. You okay? It's like, oh, look and at I'm this like, furry little alien. And, Come here, and buddy. I'm taking my clothes off, you know, <laughs> And, uh, and so my wife, my wife comes in and she sits down. She sits out on the floor outside the bathroom with me, and I got to give her that. I mean, she she was with me the whole fucking time. It was it was crazy. Yeah. But she sat there. She sat on the floor outside. I'm sitting on the floor in the bathroom. I'm like, oh my god. And the whole time, I'm thinking to myself, that motherfucker. That's it. And this is the guy that gave me the gummy. The whole time, I'm thinking that motherfucker knew. He knew. And then. And then uh, after that, I would think, why do these even exist? Why do why do they even make a gummy that will do this to a person? Yeah. And and I was and I and I and I sat there and I thought to myself and I was and I even I just said it out loud to my wife. I'm like, why would these even exist? And my wife's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know I don't know. She said, if they do that to people, I mean, my God, man, why do they exist? And, uh, and this so, is an evil amount of weed. It, it is. It was totally evil. It, it was. It was. It was most. It was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. And so I stay in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom for like two hours. New Year's comes in. I'm still in the bathroom fucking trying to hurl. And by this time, I'm dry heaving, you know, and it's just, oh, man, it's just, it was horrible. And so, man, my chest is killing me, you know. And, uh, and my wife says, I got some medicine for nausea. You want to try it? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah, let's try it. Now, yeah. okay, do I remember how to swallow? Yeah. Now, now, I stand up in the bathroom. I stand up. I'm hanging onto the counter, you know. And uh, and and I never got the spins. I was never really spinning or anything like that. Yeah. It was just I couldn't stand up. I couldn't hold myself up, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so I made it back into the living room, and my wife gives me the medicine, and I take it, and I passed out. I passed out on the couch, 
and I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And at 3.30 in the morning when I woke up, I felt like I originally wanted to feel when I, when I, when I originally went over at 7.30 at night. Oh, my so, God. So when I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. this is shit. Yeah. And, and so, it's just a delay. And yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so uh, at like 3.30 in the morning, I wake up, and I, everybody else is long gone to bed by this. I walk outside, you know, I'm walking out, I was walking around in the front yard, just high as hell. And, I, and it, was, it was nice then, you know, it was, it was actually nice then. And so then I fell asleep again. Uh, this is on New Year's was on Friday, right? New Year's Eve was Friday night. Friday yes. night. Okay. I wake up on Saturday, high as hell, just completely high all day long. Um, kept burping, you know, and, and feeling like I was gonna throw up again, you know. And, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, which I never did. I never threw up again, but it was just the whole that whole thing kept playing through my head, you know. Oh, yeah. And what's so crazy about it is, you know, when you're drinking, you don't remember shit. Yeah. I remember everything. I remember every little fucking thing about this, and I never want to go through this again. Yeah. And uh, and and I remember, I remember when I was sitting there on the floor, my wife. We started talking about Joe Rogan. I was high as hell sitting <laughs> in the toilet, and, and she goes, "Yeah, Joe Rogan. He said that." He was talking about that one gummy being El Diablo. Yeah, and I said, and I said he's sitting right here. Like, the yeah. I think right we here. should. I think we can all agree that a gummy bear should not be able to steal your soul. That is that. <laughs> that is my point. I mean, and, and I told my wife, I like the devil sitting right here. He's sitting right in between us. You know, I mean, he's here. I've been talking to him the whole fucking time. And, and, and so, so uh, that Saturday night. Uh, I go go to bed again. I wake up Sunday. Sunday, uh, I had to work. I had to work on Sunday. So I go to work on Sunday and uh, still high. I mean, I'm still high on Sunday. <laughs> two days, two days yeah, in this now. is two days in, you know. And I'm still high and I go to work and I'm like, you know, and I work for like half the day. And and then I come home Sunday and uh, and then Monday morning, same thing. That this uh, Today is Wednesday. That we're doing this podcast on Wednesday. Yesterday was the first morning I woke up without being having a buzz. <laughs> since, since Friday night. <laughs> since last fuck. Friday night. So, and today, today's the fifth. So yesterday would have been the fourth. Yesterday would have been the first day I woke up without even the hint of a buzz. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, all I, I, this, is, this, is, this is how I feel now. I'm completely, I'm a little bit changed. On, on the legalization part. Not the legalization, the regulation. I, I have I have completely changed my tune after after that night. Now, there is no need for a gummy like what I took to exist. There's no need for that. Even a person with stage four cancer. Uh, taking one of those gummies, it's going to devastate them. It, it's going to devastate them. And so I think if they're going to sell gummies like that, they should cut them up. They should yeah. be cut into like, like instead of that was a 500 milligram box. There was 10 gummies in that box. Yeah. There were 50 it, milligrams. Yeah. They should have been. Yeah. 50 milligrams. And and I'm not an edible and they, guy. And they make you even know? stronger ones than yeah, that. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah. so, like, if you were to do the the equations, you know, and and just transition it over to alcohol, it'd be like the equivalent of drinking one beer or having a shot that made you as drunk as a full night of drinking. 
they would immediately go, this is, this is fucking ridiculous. Right, right. And, and, and the way I look at it is that one box of 10 could have easily been a box of 40. Yeah. And, and perfect. And it'd have been perfect. Yeah. You know, if they would have cut those 10 into four, you know, that are the one of them into four, then that would have been good. Yeah. But to, to, and, and this is, I ain't going to mention the name. I'm not going to mention his name, but you motherfucker, you know who you are. You know who you are. And you knew what that shit was going to do. And, and because, and the reason I know this is, is the reason everybody got as fucking quiet as they did when I ate that motherfucker. That's when I knew I was in trouble. When I ate it and everybody that was in the room, cause it was loud. It was loud when everything was going on. When I ate that motherfucker, everybody in the room stopped talking. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I was immediately like, oh, "Doug, you shouldn't have done that." And when I had the, and when I, when I was looking at the box, handing it back, and I saw that five hundred on the box, I was like, "Oh my god!" And, and that's what I was thinking. I just got to go home and hang on to yeah. something, hang on to something. And so that was my New Year's Eve, and and it was the most uncomfortable New Year's Eve I've ever had. Yeah. But I have to say this: I've never been that high in my life. Yeah, and and I lived through it. And I thought I was gonna die. There was a couple of there was a couple of times oh, yeah. during the during that yep. that I was afraid for my life. Oh, I was yeah. literally afraid for my life. Yeah, that's I was level. like, and and that, that that was the scariest part of it. I was thinking, God, if if I have a heart attack and die, yeah, this is just gonna devastate my wife. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and all these thoughts are going through my head, you know. And um. But I made it through it, and I'll never do it again. That, yeah. uh, that will never happen. You're again. like the officers who went through that huge drug bust, and then end up calling nine one one because they yeah. take some of the shit. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're eating I the think brownies, I, and they're like, "Dude, I yeah. can. I think my heart's gonna stop. I yeah. think I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm dead. yeah. 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 I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I could have yeah. easily done that. Call that one. Hey, man, I think I'm dying here. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, it, it it's a uh, now now again. I'm not. I don't do a lot of edibles. And and I will say this: the highest I've ever been before that was when I ate two gummy bears that somebody <laughs> gave me. Yep. And and uh, and I found out that those gummy bears that I ate at that time they were twelve point fives a piece. Oh shit! So, so I ate twenty five. Yeah, I had twenty five milligrams yeah, of that. So you doubled up on that. Yeah, and and so and that was the highest I'd ever. And, and and it was, but it worked. You know, I didn't get sick, and I. No. But I was high for a couple of days, you know. So yeah, no edibles are no fucking joke. Edibles are not a joke. They are not to be played with. No, and I just can't imagine what, like, how much weed somebody would have to partake in for it to require a fifty milligram for them to, to get, for that to be normal to get there. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I think that's a sign. It's like, hey, man, maybe. Maybe you do might want to back off <laughs> a little less. Yeah. You might want to back off, guy. Because I, I mean, I know people, and I see this all the time. Like I've never done a dab, um, mainly because I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, because I prefer to have like the lowest tolerance. Right. For uh, you know efficiency's sake. For anything, yeah. Um, and plus, I just don't want to be that high. Um, and or even like very long periods of time go between me even partaking in any of this allegedly. Um, but there's people that will just dab throughout the entire day mm -hmm. and I'm just like, why would you want a tolerance that high? Yeah. Like, I've only, I've only done that off. one time and that was at a party. Yeah. Uh, a Halloween party that yeah. we both attended. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that's the only time I'd ever done that. And again, it was, uh, I was still smoking, smoking mm -hmm. it, you know, but it was, uh, it was, it was a completely different 
game. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. when you're talking edibles and dabs and shit like that, you're and you get away from flour. At, at, yeah. You know, you're you're in a completely different world. And I know for myself, you know, I still I still want that shit to be legal everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But to all the people out there that make gummies. There is no need <laughs> See, here's the, to even make. Here's the thing. If the manufacturer, because these were like legit, you know, above board made in right, some FDA right. place. If the manufacturers heard your testimony, they would say, we fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> job, you know, mission accomplished, right. job well done. Right. Because I, there's a part of me that is like, I've had very similar instances that you experienced on New Year's Eve. And it sucks. There's no doubt about it. Like being too high, nobody ever enjoys that. Right. Because that's the whole reason why it's called being too high. And being to a point where you have to remind yourself to breathe. And and, you throw up. And you're for sure feeling like you're dying. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. That's not a fun (laughs) sensation. It's not enjoyable at all. But I think that there are benefits to experiencing that because now you know what's too far. Yeah, what, and and I and I I kind of agree with you there. Sure. I do I do I agree with that because um had that not happened, had I done the 50, had I not thrown up, mm-hmm. because to me throwing up is the worst feeling in the world. No. I I hate to throw miserable. up. Yeah. It is just Terrible. it is just like the I, I I would rather do anything than throw up. I'd rather put a fucking nail through my hand than throw up. Yeah. And um but when once I throw up on something, that's a I, I'm, yeah. I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. done. Yep. It's 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 out of me. I'm I'm done with it. I, I don't mean, weren't the gummies called rocket gummies or some shit like that? Yeah. I didn't even look at the name. <laughs> <laughs> all I knew is they were red and they were El Diablo. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it might have said El Diablo on there. It, it <laughs> well, could the, have. So I never partook in any of that stuff because I. That shit will fuck my world into fucking three days oh, from now. Goodness. And I know that because I've experienced it. Right. So now I I see them around and I just go, nope, not for me. Right. But now, the night before, yeah. um, the guests that were staying down with me, um, one of them ate half of those and spent the night on my bathroom floor. Like we were in the middle of watching a movie, uh, Don't Look Up. And we're about yeah, an hour and a half move, uh, hour and a half into the movie, and she just she doesn't say a thing. She just gets up out of the chair, fucking stiff back, you know, erect back, just walks diligently but slowly, yes. <laughs> intently but slowly, uh, yeah. directly to the bathroom, and I don't hear from her for thirty minutes. And I'm like, maybe I should pause the movie, and um, and then I'm like, oh, I, the dryer's done. I can fuck with the clothes. Maybe right. she's maybe the food that we had is disagreeing with her, but I'm not hearing anything. So I'm just like, Oh, she's, well, she's a girl. They do that shit in silent, whatever. And so I, (laughs) I just give her a few more minutes and then I come back downstairs and I see that the bathroom door is about four inches open, but she's nowhere to be found in the rest of the house. So I come back to the bathroom and I, I slowly open the door and poof, there she is laying on the fucking floor looking dead as fuck. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I call out to her and she immediately springs up. She's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I just, I don't want to be too far 
from the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it was warm New Year's Eve, yeah, so I had the AC was. blowing. And there's a vent in my downstairs bathroom. There's a vent right there, Same floor level. I took all my clothes off. It was laying right in front of it. <laughs> so it had the same yeah. effect. Uh, on one of my guests who ate half and so I was just like these things are fucking terror (laughs) (laughs) I terrorized half the neighborhood (laughs) with these goddamn gummies (laughs) that I never even ate (laughs) yeah oh man be glad that's all I can say oh yeah no no I can still remember here's the good thing though if you're if any of those listeners that are out there that are like, wow, these guys are really making this sound like a blast I want to try it Uh, first of all, no but if you're gonna don't do it at a concert or out in public or alone. Yeah, but do it at home. Yes. Don't and, and don't be alone. Don't drive. Don't fucking go anywhere. Take your stupid ass right to home and stay there because it's going to suck. You'll ride it out. You'll be okay. Uh you won't feel like you're going to be okay. Yeah, you won't. And you definitely don't want to feel like that in public. No. Cuz that would be you oh, might, if I'd have been anywhere oh, when dude, that was going yeah. on, oh my God, I would have been. And oh, bad, I'd have bad. been in hell. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It would have literally been hell then. I'd have been like, oh my God. Yeah. Almost like bath salt level no, kind yeah, of oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But but like I said, I, sorry, officer, I don't remember eating his face. I never, <laughs> I never, re, I never. Uh, now, now I did at, at one time. This was a long time ago when I was young. Um, I smoked some weed that was black. It was a black bud from Afghanistan. And, <laughs> and that was the only other time I ever threw up from smoking uh-huh. weed. And um, when this happened, this recently, this New Year's debacle mm-hmm. happened. I would, was it the sand inward strain? I thought to myself, oh, my God. oh good lord. Damn it, man. Come on, man. Holy shit, this is a serious yeah. podcast. Know, what kind of fucking chicanery are you yeah. bringing to this? He is just, he just, he's got to be racist no matter what. Our you know? credibility just went down yeah. like, oh, so far. Yes. Ronda's going to sink us all right into hell. But, but my, my thing on this is... I've I never thought that uh now I've heard stories of people, you know, eating cookies and shit like that and shit happening to them, but I never experienced it for myself and until you experience something for yourself, you kind of don't believe it. You kind of find it as bullshit. Yeah. And I never thought that THC could do what it did. I never thought that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's an amazing, I, I it's never, one hell of a drug. Yes. I <laughs> never would have thought that that, that it would, because, you know, um, when you smoke weed, you know, you smoke it, and, and you smoke it, and you smoke it, and you, you only get so high. Yeah. And I've, I've told people that. It doesn't matter how good the weed is, you're going to get to a certain point of high, and you're not going to get any higher. It's you're just limiter. wasting weed. Yeah, it's yeah. got a limiter. It's exactly. A, it's, a govern, it's a natural governor. Exactly. These have no governor. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no governor on a gummy. All gas, a, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's, and so that's the only thing that I look at as far as the edibles that need to be looked at. Just even by the people that make them. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't, I, I'm not saying for the government to come in and do anything. I'm just saying, the people that actually make these things and sell them to the public, mm-hmm. they should test them out. They should 
somebody in the lab here eat one of these well and the so thing is that 500 milligrams it is in the whole package it does not necessarily mean that each piece is Just weighted the same 50 right, right yeah because you can't decide how much of your weed is actually going to go into that single right. piece yeah uh, yeah yeah and that uh, the piece i ate might have been a hundred <laughs> you know yeah. it could have been a hundred milligrams in that one piece but uh, all i can say is is however much was in that piece i don't ever want that again i never want to i never want to even i never even want to uh, i never I, I don't even i wouldn't even want half of that again yeah, really yeah. i wouldn't now a quarter of it yeah sure i could i can hang with a quarter well even but, though those weren't mine and i didn't uh i didn't i did not procure them uh i'm sorry i'm sorry you got scary weed <laughs> now did that not provide some more entertainment the night before at least towards the end of the evening so Everybody kind of knows that the week between Christmas and New Year's is kind of like a no man's land. No, no one's really working. Everybody's got time off. And, uh, you know, this is after Christmas. So most people are ready to, like, blow off some steam, get away from the family, do that kind of shit. So, uh, like I said, I've had, I had some friends from out of town uh, come down to spend a few days with me. And there's a, uh, there's, I guess, a friend of the show. That uh, we've referenced on this podcast before. Um, I don't know if I'll say his name for this either. <laughs> <laughs> but he lives in a town up north in the mountains, and that's where he's that's where he's comfortable. Um, doesn't come to the city often. <laughs> um, We're about to hear why. Yeah, doesn't have much uh, urban decorum. I'll put it that way. <laughs> he's a man of the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he <laughs> he's buddies with my house guest, so he comes down, and I know him. Um, I, I've hung out with him enough to to know what's likely going to happen. So uh, he comes down the 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 day before New Year's Eve, that Thursday night, and he's a bit of a wild child. He he uh, he's also all gas, no brakes. And Absolutely. so the second he got to my house, he immediately parks in a part of my yard that no one's ever parked. <laughs> he backed his truck up between the telephone pole and some trees and parked on top of my water meter. I probably need to go check to see if uh, he cracked that motherfucker. But anyway, he gets out of his truck and immediately steps in a pile of dog shit and doesn't realize it. And then comes sprinting in my house because he's just so giddy to see everybody that he has to be told by someone else in the house, hey, man, you're tracking a whole lot of fucking shit through Jim's house. You got shit on your shoes. And he was like, oh, shit, man, I didn't know that. Oh, God damn it. And to so be fair, he's from part of the country where if you step in anything smaller than a cow pie, you're not going to notice. Well, it was probably the only shit pile in three yards that he stepped in. Yeah, yeah, because my dog stays in my backyard. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so whatever animal did that wasn't mine. Um, but he could have also just parked on the goddamn driveway where there's no <laughs> dog shit. I do know that. And so that's how it starts. And I'm just like, okay, we're off to the races. So we didn't have any plans that night, but I was just like, we have got to get the fuck out of this house. Like, I, I am not going to have a good time. But, you know, you have these friends that are just like Tasmanian devils that they just can't sit still and they're into fucking everything. And it's just like, it, it's a chore to be around them. Um, Two of those. Yeah, you don't want your time. house to yeah. be the scene of a crime. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like all my shit to remain unbroken. Um, so I'm immediately thinking of ideas of how to get everybody the fuck out of my house. And I, and I'm like, well, where can we go where we can we can still have some beers and catch up, but we're gonna be in a uh, in a place that is suitable for large voices and even larger personalities. And so I, I'm like, I don't know, maybe we can go to Hooters. And I'm like, ah, I fucking hate that place. Um, at least the one local to us, it sucks. But um, and then I was like, oh, we can go to Top Golf. What damage can be done there? Let's put a club in this man's hands and have him swing it violently at small items. Um, and they were like, oh, hell yeah. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. We go in there. Half of the bays are open, but they're not taking any new customers because of the goddamn coronavirus over here. <laughs> so half their staff has the fucking vid and can't come into work. So, so we strike out there and I'm like, Oh God. All right. Quick. Think of something, anything. And I didn't, I just looked across the parking lot and I was like, Hey, there's an Andretti carding in games again. There's no way in fucking hell they want to go there. The place is jacked full of fucking kids and families and, that's just, that's not, that's not for us. Right. Well, they see the Andretti Cardigan games and immediately are like, oh shit, Jeff, you didn't tell me that that shit was there. Let's fucking go. We'll fuck that. <laughs> We're going to fuck all these little kids up with the go-karts. I'm like, oh no, no, no. And before I could even say, well, they were already off. They were fucking like, boom. Like a bunch of fucking like Own it. 12 year olds. And uh, I was like, well, I guess we're going to fucking Andretti. <laughs> so immediately, and I forgot to mention. Uh, this guy's wearing a, a a work shirt with like a name tag on it and like a brand logo on the back. And his name for the evening was Shiner, as in Moonshiner. And this is a real fucking shirt. <laughs> I don't think he bought this off the fucking store rack. I think this was homemade. And on the back, he has a huge white lightning with the words... White, White lightning. lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no. I'm like, this is not a small mountain town, dude. These people are going to be freaked the fuck out. <laughs> so, so we go in there and I've never been there. So I don't know how to, I don't know how to, uh, uh, I don't know what to tell them to do or none of that shit. So we are fucking lost. And they immediately start getting into an argument over who's going to beat who in go-kart racing. Like they're fucking four. And immediately, we're not even all the way in the door. There's already like personnel. Uh, I guess you can call them security. They were coming over to ask if everything was okay, <laughs> which is never a good sign in an establishment like that. No. So I have to jump in. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. We've never been here before. We don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> oh well, right this way, sirs, outstanding <laughs> citizens. Um, and so we, we buy a race, and they're like, okay, well, now you just have to wait until it's your time to go. But lucky for you, your time is in six minutes, so get the fuck in there. So we had to go sit through a safety video and like a 10-minute ordeal of how to do this, don't do that, uh, get helmets and all that stuff. And we go on the first race. Meanwhile, uh, White Lightning McQueen's raring to go. Oh, yeah. So the whole way through, he's introducing himself to everyone he sees, not just employees, but I'm saying I'm everyone. Are you a nine-year-old child? You just met White Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so not everybody gets to meet White Lightning. So, and he's telling everybody in the go-kart check-in area, 
Oh, I don't I don't need this safety video. I know what I'm doing. You see this? You see this on the back of my shirt? It says white lightning, sweetheart, because I'm gonna win. And I'm like, oh my God, God, dude. This is just for fun. Like keep keep a low profile. Don't attract attention. Uh that's rule one of being in public. And so He's, I might have left this out. The man's drunk. (laughs) He was drunk when he got to my house. And so they can tell, but they let it slide. And we go out there. And if, if no one's ever been to an Andretti karting in games, they're fucking ridiculous. It's a goddamn spaceship in there. But the go-karts are indoors. They're all electric, which means they can all be controlled. Everybody that works there has a controller. They can shut off individual cars and slow them all down and govern them. And if there's an accident or whatever, they... The lights go yellow or red, and they fucking just make you stop. So it's not like you can really get away with much there. Right. You're not breaking through the barricade and riding off into the fucking sunset. Um, well, he decides, this is going to be my grand stage to put on display my driving skills. And his driving skills consisted of bumping and spinning out and wrecking motherfuckers every time he got near anyone. <laughs> I forgot to mention this. In the, safety, in the safety video, there's only three rules. No bumping, <laughs> yeah. wrecking, or, or spinning, spinning out. out. <laughs> <laughs> he did all of those before our second turn. <laughs> and I could hear him yelling like, Woohoo! Yeah. And I was just like, this man's not going to, he's not going to finish the race. They put us on caution, I think, four or five times in that first race. And he got a warning every lap in that first race. But it, they also know, well, they bought one race. This is this will be the end of it. Whatever. Well, we had such a jolly good time uh, that we wanted to buy three more races. So we did that, but now we have to wait like forty five minutes. And this place is stacked. It's got a bowling alley. It's got an arcade. It's got virtual reality games, uh, and they also have a bar, a full service bar. And now the only thing they wanted to do was uh, well, let's go get more drunk. Yeah, let's before drink. we hop back in these little go karts and destroy families. Uh, time out on the town. <laughs> and while we're at this fucking bar, I'm just drinking a beer. And this gentleman is downing tequila shots. <laughs> he said, fuck beer, man. Beer's for bitches. <laughs> and I, do I look like a bitch? And I'm like, well. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, please, no. Um, and so he starts ordering up all these shots, and then he ends up having some beers along with it. And then he's ready for his tab because we're about ready to go race again. Well, everybody knows that in the service industry, staffing is short. Most of the people that you're you're dealing with, they're probably pretty new. And these, there were two girls working behind the barn. Both of them were young, like half his age young. And one of the ladies fucked up his ticket and like hit everything in twice, which was obviously a mistake. Anybody else would have seen that and be like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. You. I think he double charged me for everything on here. He didn't take it that way. He took it as these motherfuckers are trying to take advantage of me because I don't live around here and they think they can steal my money. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> so, so he starts raising all hell, all hell. They and then they correct his check. And then at the tip line, he's he points at all of us. And he's like, you see this? One dollar. Because these bitches were trying to steal my money. <laughs> They're just jealous of white lightning. And I'm just like, oh, my God. This is fucking terrible. Long story short, the manager gets involved. Manager comes over. Sir, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. 
It's already been corrected, by the way. <laughs> he goes on a five-minute fucking rant, <laughs> just giving him what for about you need to you need to train your people better. These bitches are robbing people blind. <laughs> and the manager, we were gonna get kicked out, but then boop boop, hey, your race is coming up, and he's like, well, I gotta go. So the manager <laughs> knows I have a very drunk, angry man making a beeline right for the fucking go karts. And I'd already heard about a guy having like five cautions. On <laughs> so maybe I should go take a peek. Yeah. Maybe we should see what's up. Like calling all the Andretti's men in black together. Just be like, we might need to descend on this one location <laughs> yeah, all at once. Yeah. Uh, we're going to need security. Uh, special forces have them in re- repelling uh, <laughs> gear. But they let us back on the fucking track. And no bullshit. We didn't get a full two laps in before they shut the whole thing down. And <laughs> and I'm looking across the track, and I'm looking at it. I can see him not moving. And then all of a sudden, I see him get up and stand up in his go-kart. I'm like, no, dude, sit down. <laughs> what I didn't know was that he was being given verbal commands to undo your seatbelt, turn the cart off, walk slowly away from the cart. I'm like, oh, my God, he's getting arrested. <laughs> well, he wasn't getting arrested. There weren't actual cops there, but they were giving him directions and orders as though they had just done a traffic stop. Right. And then I never saw him again. They escorted his ass off the premises. And I was just, I could only assume what the fuck he did. Cause I was like, fuck, he was wrecking everybody the first race and they still let him go. Right. And so <laughs> they let us finish the race and we immediately go up to that manager. Cause now that manager from the bar is at the fucking finish line of the go-kart race. And so we immediately go up to him. We're like, uh, we're missing somebody. He's like, yeah, no, that drunk asshole got kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, what did he do? He's like, what didn't he do? He was like, he was repeatedly spinning out like the same three people. He wasn't even passing them. He was stopping, waiting for him, and he just <laughs> ripped <laughs> like a fucking maniac. And I was just like, oh no. Uh, and then, so we're like, so where is he? Is he like in a holding cell? Is Are there cops retrieving him? Like, we don't know if we got to bail him out. And they're like, no, we just kicked him off. He's never welcome back. <laughs> and so uh, my buddy and I, however, we remember we still have two more races. Um, so <laughs> we quickly say, well, fuck him. <laughs> so he's just out in the parking lot, just wandering around, lost as fuck. And uh, we, we finished our next race, and then we went and got him uh, and then came home. And he still, even the next morning, was claiming that they only kicked him out because he was just too damn good on the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> but before we got to that point, we get back to the house, and I'm thinking, oh, great. Now I'm going to have a drunk, angry dude, like, blowing up. You know how we calmed him down, Doug? I I, I do know. But we tell everyone. We immediately fed him one of the gummies that you fucking <laughs> ate. And it was the only thing that brought him down to where he could fall asleep because he was that fucking jacked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, very different evenings. Um <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Why do I choose the people that I choose to hang out with? And it's like, it's like friends of a friend of a friend that it's like, okay. What's funny is where they met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they were, uh, they were, they were soulmates. soulmates. <laughs> yes, they were soulmates. <laughs> so one of, the, one of the guys, the guy that came and stayed with me, he's a childhood friend. I've known him since he was in middle school. And uh, so it, it you kind you have those lifelong friends that are just kind of there with you all along the way. 
ups and downs, fucked up times, good times. It's like it's it's whatever. But you just have those kind of people. Yeah. Maybe not every, maybe not all of our listeners, um, but I do. And so, I mean, I know somebody that I've bailed out a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but here's the difference. <laughs> this man is 47 years old. <laughs> He's not like me when I was 27. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, anyway, a, a very fucking just weird night. Like, I don't know if I'm allowed back in Andretti's. Um, <laughs> Maybe but, we should test it. Yeah, let's go eat some gummies and go race some yeah. race yeah. <laughs> Let's go beat Doug is drink some tequilas. Go kart down some tequilas. <laughs> Let, let's go. Let's go beat White Lightning's record. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll wear, we're all wearing matching shirts that say White Lightning on the back. Not again. He's got a whole team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, he was just going up to families like with kids and just letting them know who he was, where he's from, and what he was there for. And oh, I was just like, man. "What the fuck, dude!" Like, we, he should have gotten kicked out the second he walked in. <laughs> Good times, man. Yeah. Good but times. But instead, they were like, "We want about 150 of your dollars before we'll kick you out." So, uh, where's the story in that? I mean, for real. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it, like. So, like our last episode with the, uh, you, you the, know, they had the story too. The guys at the Andretti place, they they oh, have yeah. their story. Oh, yeah. Maybe they have a podcast. Maybe they're talking about it right now. Who oh, knows? good lord! But like, so the last episode we had the the story about the Christmas dinner. Like, I would never naturally go to that Christmas dinner. It, it's way outside of my circle. But I went, and it was great content. Same thing. I would never, I would never buy myself or, you know, even with most of my friends here, be like, hey, y'all want to go to Andretti? Like, it's just not, it's not a thing that would happen. Did you get yeah. hit on by any gifts? No. Not at Andretti. Because White Lightning was pretty scared close. Scared them off. Yeah. yeah he, he scared them all off. He's pussy repellent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody that listens to the show knows it's a Southern podcast. At least two thirds of our population, Southern as fuck. And this man's southern accent, if, Jim, yours is 100 proof, his is 200 proof. It, let me put it this way. If my accent is a 10 milligram gummy, his accent is <laughs> a like 350 two, milligram gummy. Yeah. At least 250. At <laughs> yeah. Least. Yes. yeah. So uh, anyway, again, he didn't die. He didn't kill anybody. Andretti's very, uh, a very fine establishment. I would love to go back. It actually is very fun. Uh, and I still have one race left on my fucking ticket. So I'm going to use that bitch sometime. Um, maybe we'll do that before we go to Helen to go stay in the, uh, the Baymont suite. Yeah, the Baymont. <laughs> we got to do a podcast from there. <laughs> we, we do. Uh, oh, I actually brought that story up to a passenger and she's like, oh, I own business up in, uh, Helen. She goes, let me guess. And she said, was it the Beaumont? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Kicking granny out. Yeah. They have a reputation, but, um. So anyway, so that was the night before New Year's Eve, and then I guess uh, just to, to get through this, well, maybe not quickly, because this is actually what I thought we were going to lead off with. Yes. The next night, New Year's Eve, was the biggest day of football uh, of last year, for me anyway. Our, uh, our beloved teams absolutely fucking demolished. Those two bitch ass programs that were in uh, in the playoffs. Yes, one being Cincinnati Bearcats, and the other being the vaunted Michigan Wolverines. As I predicted, because the, 
well, who the fuck are they? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was not confident going into the going into my game uh, based on what the fuck happened in the SEC championship. I was like, I don't know if this team has the mentality to get out there and do anything after what happened. Like some teams just don't bounce back. They don't recover. They, right. they have like one real bad loss and it like lingers with them for a few weeks uh, or at least a few games. So I was delightfully surprised, and I proceeded to get as drunk as White Lightning uh, and bring in the New Year that way. <laughs> but I just want to say a big congratulations to your team, Doug. And congratulations to the Bulldogs. Well, thank you, sir. Because uh, it's the game that I knew it was going to be. And, yeah. and like I said, this next meeting between our two clans is going to be a completely different game than the last time. Oh yeah, and it's going to be much more competitive. Uh, I still, I still think we might come out on top, but I don't know that for sure. I was pleasantly surprised to see the team that took the field in Miami against Michigan. It was a team that I did not know that they were able to find the gear to get there to do that again. Um. So it, it kind of pumped, I'm not going to say hope, because hope is a goddamn four-letter word right. yeah. around here. Um, at least Georgia sports fans, it's a four-letter word. Right. Um, but it gave me a reason to watch the next game. Right. Because I, what, all I want is I want, I want the same Alabama that showed up in the SEC championship to run into the same Georgia team that showed up in Miami. And, and, yes. and, and then that would be probably, again, a tie for the best national championship since 2017. And the thing that's going to make this game completely different is where this game is happening. In Indiana, where there and ain't a fucking... There's, there ain't nobody that's ain't ever said LCC roll flag anywhere. dogs in fucking Indiana. Right. So, <laughs> they don't know. So that's a... I mean, that's... And, completely neutral territory. Yes. And yeah. that's why yeah. I'm glad that it's actually happening somewhere like that. You know, instead of Atlanta or, you know, wherever in the South, I mean, anywhere in the South, it would be the same as an SEC game, you know? I yeah. Mean, but yeah, with it happening in Indiana and, and Georgia, you know, Georgia's, Georgia's a good team, man. I'm not, I've never slammed Georgia, you know, uh, Kirby Smart's a fucking great coach. Georgia's, the, like I've said before, and I'll keep saying it, they are the future of college football they're the future yeah and i'm trust me i'm a die hard like ride or die georgia football fan not so much with the falcons we've covered that fuck them right now they fucking suck yeah. uh but the braves and the dogs ride or fucking die i'm with them through the thick and the thin and i they're the only teams that i will support when they're having a lull the right. falcons i can't because they are just so they do the dumbest shit but this is like the peak for my Georgia Bulldogs in my lifetime, as far as ability, talent, coaching, all the pieces are there. Right. I'm not making any fucking guarantees because I don't. Sure. I don't have a genuine feeling about the outcome of this game. I wouldn't be surprised if either team won. I just don't want a repeat of the SEC championship, not because my team didn't win that game. 
but because it was not close. No, the they play. played like right. hell. Yeah, the yeah. play. And, yeah. and just like the playoff games, neither one of them were close. Alabama right. didn't have to open it up offensively. Right. Yeah. They could have run it the whole time, but they were like, yeah, our wide receivers are getting bored. Let's, let's bring them into the game. Yeah. They didn't need them, though. And Georgia, everything we did worked against Michigan. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I was just as surprised as the Michigan fans were. Sure. So I'm, I don't have, like, this ability to talk shit or be like, oh, the, the dogs are fa- – well, the dogs were favored in the SEC, FCC championship. The, well, last, the last three times now that Bama has not been favored, all three of them have been against my dogs. Well, right. the favorite part to <laughs> me – out of them, there's like a lot. The favorite part to me about the matchup is always to me – you know, Kirby himself was under Saban. So this would be an amazing chance for, to beat Daddy Saban. Well, and that's always been on the table anytime sure. uh, they've met. Currently, Kirby is 0-4 against Saban. Georgia is 0 for the last seven times going against Alabama. The last time we beat Alabama was in Kirby's first year in 2007. So it's been a minute. I'm ready to see something different. Um Mainly because I, it's my team. I, we've already covered this part, so I, I won't rehash it. But the favor, the, the line, I don't care. I don't care. To me, it's the, neither team is favored. Um, and if you're gonna give anybody a, a leg up, I would give it to Bama because they won the most recent fucking time that we've matched each other. So I don't really like that we're favored. Uh, I would, yeah. I would prefer that if we weren't. But. To any of our listeners out there that are still listening, that this hasn't absolutely bored them to tears, um, if you're a Georgia fan or an Alabama fan or even just a fan of football in general, on ESPN Plus, they've got two, right now, two episodes of Inside the College Football Playoff. They're 30 minutes apiece, and it's like an Inside the NFL level of like looking in to all the programs. First, it started with four, and they do behind the scenes with all the programs, right. and then they show game highlights. Um, or game highlights of how they got to the playoff. And then the second episode is the games and they break it down to a multi-camera level with the, on the warm field of Miami, the Bulldogs of Georgia against the Wolverines of the frozen tundra of Michigan. And if you grew up on inside the NFL, it's fucking cool as shit. So that's out there. Give that a look before next Monday to get all juiced up for it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I might be taking next Tuesday off <laughs> from work, either due to uh, depression or exuberance. But yeah, no, this is what we called some a year ago. It's going to be these two teams. I'll call it next year. <laughs> I'll go ahead and call it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it, they're just the. They're the two dominant college football teams, man. They are. Mm-hmm. They're. I don't see, especially with all the coaching shit that's going on right now, with all the coaches switching. I mean, I don't see any other school that's going to come up and challenge them in any significant way. Speaking of coaches you know? moving all over the place, remember uh, it was either last episode of the one prior where we played the uh, soundbite of Brian Kelly. Right. Yeah. Uh, my family. My family. <laughs> uh, did you see where he came out and addressed that? No. No, I did not. So he was in the booth, I think, at like LSU's bowl game or maybe LSU's uh, LSU uh, basketball game or something. I don't remember the event, but he was in the booth and they asked him about that. Obviously, everything's a setup. He he wanted to address it, so they brought it up. Right, and he he apologized for not getting the southern accent right. 
Because <laughs> not, not for doing it, not for no, actually yeah. doing it, but for not getting it right. Yes, that's, he only apologized that he didn't get a few words correct, and he goes, "Look, guys, I'm from Boston. This accent is new to me. You're a, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, that, that, that's what I have to say to yeah. you, sir. So, so my buddy that came down and spent a few days with me, uh, his family's from Louisiana. They're all diehard LSU fans. Right. That is his ride or die. Cajuns. Yes. And I brought up, I asked him about Brian Kelly and he straight up said, uh, and I just started going. I was like, dude, did you see his fucking, and he was like, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, oh, well, but you know what I'm talking about, right? He's like where he said, he's like, Jim, I'm telling you right now, I'm being dead out, dead. I'm being dead ass. Don't bring it up. Cause he is that pissed off about Brian Kelly being their head coach. Like uh, he, it is not a popular move. No, not at all. And uh, and Baton Rouge, from what I'm gathering, I mean it's it's anecdotal. It's one and guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even coach a, a game. The dude still doesn't have a staff. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if they brought someone else in before the first fucking. I don't game. know what the fuck they were thinking. I don't know what the fuck Brian Kelly was thinking. It's the worst fit ever. And we addressed it, you know, winning cures all. So if he's able to win, then, you know, whatever. But I don't fucking think so. I don't see it. I think Florida will be a better program uh, right. over the next three years than LSU. Putting that out there now. Yeah, I agree with that. And trust yep. me, I would love to be wrong because I fucking hate the Gators. But, um, yeah, hooray. Hooray for football. We're still, we're still playing football that counts. We got the Natty next Monday. Don't know. We'll record another episode probably after that. And I'd like to thank the Cardinals for not looking like a pack of retards this last game for once. Oh, are they still playing uh, NFL football? I'm, oh, they are. Yeah. I, uh, I've had no reason to watch. Well, you know, I, you know my Dolphins, uh, we we had seven straight games we won. Mm -hmm. And then the fucking Ravens gave it to us, boy. And so that dashed my hopes for the playoffs. But, I mean, it was – we we could have made history. Again, you know, it could have been only, well, we, we've already did make history. We're the first team to start one and seven and then <laughs> come out with a winning fucking, <laughs> you know, well, it ain't over yet. Are I you mean, sure the, the Lions haven't done that before? No, the Lions, no, they, when they the come Lions. out one and seven, they go one and 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're, they're this year one and 16. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I. I've gotten less and less interested in the NFL. Just can't. I can't. I have no emotion watching it. Right. I'm not tied to anything. It's it's soulless to me. It's like just. And that's why I think the USFL coming Which is in coming in this fucking yeah. this spring. Yeah. I, I saw think, the commercials for it. I finally. think that's gonna be. Uh, I think they're gonna actually challenge the NFL this time. I think there's gonna actually be people that will show up. That'll yeah. show up for the games and, and we'll get into it. And I hope that it happens to the point to where there's a breaking point in the NFL where there's NFL players leaving the NFL and going to the USFL. Ooh, that would be if awesome. If that happens, dude, if that happens, football will change forever. Yeah. It'll change forever. And this will be full on WCW versus yeah, WWF. Yeah, that's ba that's basically yeah. what it is. And I'm here for that. And that's what they tried to do in the 80s, but the NFL had such a lock in the 80s that but now the NFL's got so many problems. You know, there's so much you know, Did y'all see what the fuck went Antonio down? Antonio Brown with, with Antonio oh, Brown yeah. just walking okay. off the I was, fucking uh, field. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all right, so uh, there's there's yeah. a few things we got to address before yeah. we uh, wrap up here. Yeah. 
Um, Antonio Brown, um, yes. real ass dude of the year. Like, did the most like fuck this and fuck you and fuck my career and move. Fuck the I've NFL. Ever seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know if I've now. I've seen players walk to the locker room mid game. There was that one player. Uh, was he on the Dolphins that quit and retired? Yes. at halftime. Yeah, halftime. Yep. So yes. I've that has happened, but not in the style. Uh, while plays are actually going on, um, stripping down, <laughs> yeah. taking your jersey off, your fucking pads and everything. I mean, Arians fires him during the interview. I think he was fired. Oh, he was fired. No, no, no. He I took mean, his shit off. Free. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah, walking across still. the field. So Antonio, I mean, it was already made public at that point in time. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. So Antonio Brown was a wide receiver on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, they were playing the the New New Jersey Jets. Um, and uh, so the claim is is that Antonio Brown is saying that he was injured and too injured to play. Yeah, had an ankle injury. But like nobody knew about it. He had an ankle injury going into the game. C- correct. Yes. So he was injured. Right. And he was like, I can't play. And so Bruce was like. Well, then you're done. Like, get the fuck out of here then. Like, because he, Bruce Arians is saying that he didn't know uh, to what degree he was injured. Like, if I would have known he was too injured to play, he wouldn't have been in pads and on the fucking sideline. So it's like, if you suit up and you're on the sideline and I tell you to go in, you fucking go in. Mm -hmm. This is not the time to reveal that kind of shit. Like, none of the uh, personnel came to Bruce and said, hey, we just checked on Antonio. He's injured. So the way, the order in which... He was made known that he's too injured. Um, broke protocol. Right. I guess you could say. And so, I guess Arians kind of blew up at him once he refused to go in the game. And then so Antonio said, well, I guess that's it for me. Um, I'm only a few catches and a few yards shy of some pretty big bonus money. And there's an entire game next week and the playoffs. But fuck this. I'm just going to walk the fuck out. And in the most public display of... Oh, fuck, fuck you. you. Yes. Uh, he's done. Yeah. The yeah. USFL is, is his only hope. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, professional football might not be on the table for him anymore. Right. And, he, and uh, he'll probably be a star in the USFL. Was that, I, I, I do wonder if that was his whole gimmick the entire time. Dude, that would be the biggest Wouldn't heel turn. It? Holy shit. That would be just like WWF and yeah. WCW yeah. back in the Monday Night Wars. Oh, dude. I hope that's how, I hope that's how it goes. Because all he has to do is say, oh, sorry, guys. I have some issues. I need to go get some help for it. This wasn't me. This was an outburst. And then draw sympathy. Go enroll in rehab or whatever. Yep. And then spit right back out and then into the USFL. Boom. Heel to baby face like that. Birmingham Stallion. God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Heel Birmingham Stallion. <laughs> so that was ridiculous. The, the whole thing was just absurd. Like bonkers as fuck. Um, it it was it was crazy, and and you can watch it. I mean, there's you know, there's it's angle, all over fucking yeah. YouTube. Oh, it was all but, over uh, every, everywhere. But yeah, it was it was a trip to see. Now, one yeah. other thing I will say that I think is probably even crazier than that that happened that doesn't seem to be getting as much publicity because it's not as sensational, I guess. But did y'all see when the Eagles were playing uh, the Redskins? I'll I'll fucking say it. I'm a football team. Get the fuck out. <laughs> get a goddamn mascot. Yeah. Uh, and until you get one. You're still the old one. You're yeah. a redskin. Yeah. Did, but did y'all see what happened? I guess it was after the game. Uh, so Philly was playing in D.C. and they had beat the Redskins. But Philly and D.C. aren't that far away. So there were a lot of Philly fans there in the stadium. Now, if anybody knows FedEx Field, uh, it's a shithole. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not great. 
they were two. And if anybody doesn't know Philly fan, or I mean Philadelphia fans, they're shitheads. Well, I'm, <laughs> they're it's nuts. Fun, it's funny you use those two words. Yes, <laughs> because there were two pipes in that stadium, sewage pipes that burst. One was in a suite, and it was just dumping shit water all into the suite and then down into lower levels. And then there was another one elsewhere in the building in a concourse, and there was just shit water fucking just flowing through the stadium. Um, Shithole. Like, get a, get a better fucking everything, yeah. Washington. Yeah. But so Philly wins. Jalen Hurts, obviously, is, their, is still their quarterback. He's coming on strong. Good for him. He's walking back off the field uh, towards the tunnel, and... All the Philly fans have come down, down, and they're surrounding that tunnel. And it's a pretty low barrier. It's You're only like five to eight feet off the ground. And on one side, these are, it looks like movable stands, like back in the day where you could roll stands out closer right. to the field and then right. push them back up. So these look temporary or some shit. Well, on one side, uh, on, on Jalen's left side as he's walking in the tunnel, all the fans are reaching out, trying to get high fives, <laughs> and they're leaning. And they're like, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. And he's, you know, hey, what's up? The railing gives way. And all the fans that were leaning on the railing spill out onto Jalen and the photographers. The (laughs) railing collapses. These shithead fans fall on their shitheads, probably in shit water. (laughs) And it's just like, like. (laughs) like, Collapses. And Jalen, cool as a motherfucker. Just immediately, like, just. He doesn't panic, freak no. out. He just bends over and starts picking people up. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd move anybody. Yeah. That dude just fucking landing on his neck. Yeah. Um, people are taking selfies with the man. They immediately hop up and just start taking selfies. Yeah. <laughs> They're right. like, God, at least fake an injury. You know what I mean? right. You're about to get paid. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> the NFL is a $100 billion. Yeah. You know, come on, get that money, son. <laughs> but uh, yeah, DC, get your shit together. That's a statement I've I've said numerous times on this podcast, but... Now it uh, relates to NFL. Yeah. But uh, anywho, those are just some of the more bizarre shit I saw. Uh, And this is football. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're rambling, not even ranting anymore. No. But Um, welcome to the first rant of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or goodbye. Never mind. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Happy New Year, fellas. Happy New Year, all you fuckers out there. And uh, thanks again to Justin for having me on. Uh, everybody go check out Fact Check This. Uh, I think it's episode 127. Uh, do I look fat at this angle? And enjoy a fucking just insane discussion that uh, was not planned, much like this show. Uh, and until then, we'll see you after the natty. And cut your gummies. Please. Peace. Peace.